magic lamp. Wonder what happens when I rub it. You have awakened me. I shall grant you three wishes. My first wish is for economic development. My second wish is to save hours of travel time. And my third wish is to create safer roads. You could have just wished for bus rapid transit and gotten all these things with one wish. Make all your transit wishes come true. Learn more about bus rapid transit at indigo.net slash bus dash rapid dash transit. show about gun rights, gun safety, and responsible gun ownership. This is The Gun Guy with Guy Relford on 93 WIPC. And welcome back. I'm Guy Relford on The Gun Guy Show on 93 WIPC. And what I planned on talking about the first, I don't know, two or three segments of the show was the ruling also out of Texas on pistol stabilizer braces. And listen, again, if that's not a term you're familiar with, just very quickly, that's an accessory you can put on a pistol that is intended to actually uh, wrap around your forearm and allows you to stabilize the pistol and shoot it one-handed. And where there's a, a heavier, uh, higher caliber pistol, like an AR-style pistol or an AK-style pistol, these are really beneficial especially for people that are handicapped because uh, they may not be able to use both hands or both arms and now they can hold the gun steadier and that's exactly exactly why we call it a pistol stabilizer brace. Well, over 10 years ago, the ATF came out just like they once said bump stocks, oh, they're, they're totally fine, they're legal and then changed their mind at the orders of President Trump. Well, very similarly, uh, over 10 years ago, the ATF came out and said, oh, no, pistol stabilizer braces, they don't turn your pistol into a short-barreled rifle, because otherwise, if you have a rifle that has a barrel less than 16 inches, you have to register it as a short-barreled rifle. Yeah, you'd have to pay a $200 uh, tax to the government, and and you get it registered, and then you're legal to own that. And if you don't do that, you have an unregistered NFA item whether it's a machine gun or a short-barreled rifle or a short-barreled shotgun, a suppressor, then you're looking at potentially 10 years in prison. So it's a big deal. So the ATF said, okay, pistol stabilizer braces are fine. They don't turn a pistol into a rifle to where you have to register as a short-barreled rifle. And then a lot of people started buying these. And frankly, a lot of manufacturers started making them so that you could really use them like stocks. You could put it against your shoulder and shoot two-handed with the brace against your shoulder like a stock and where you're simulating a short-barreled rifle. And even though the ATF had said that they were legal, they came back around and said, no, they're not, unless you register them and you need to do that. And they, they did this in kind of a two-step process. They, they published the, their proposed rule. And the original rule, this is important to understand where we are legally on this. The original proposed rule came out and said, well, we've got a point system. And you need to add up the points because if you have a a stabilizer brace on your pistol, depending on the caliber, you get so many points depending on the the caliber of the the firearm. Weight, there's a, a point system for weight and barrel length. And and, 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 and and optics and other accessories you have on it. And there was this way uh, for you to add up all these points and determine whether you now had an SBR or not, whether it was 
no longer a pistol because it had a brace on it due to the points that you got from all these other factors. And that was the proposed rule. And they and they got a solicited comment, which is required by something called the Administrative Procedures Act. And there was public comment and public. We all got to go in and, and I made a comment and said, this is ridiculous for this reason. And nobody can figure out the point system. And it's arbitrary and it's, it's vague. And a lot of people complained. And they came out then with a final rule that completely did away with this whole point system. And just basically said, yeah, if you put a brace on a pistol, it's pretty much an SBR. And there may be some exceptions, but for the most part, you better just assume it's an SBR. And now you got to register it. But, oh, by the way, we're going to waive the $200 tax, but you still have to register it. And so a whole bunch of people did. A couple hundred thousand people is what I've read. Well, now that's being uh, disputed and that's being litigated. And, in fact, three uh, disabled Marines, three heroes, actually uh, filed a case in Texas, and they uh, were just successful in that case in Texas in having that court say that the pistol stabilizer brace is unlawful. And that's got an awful lot of press. It's got an awful lot of attention. There have been a lot of commentators come out on YouTube and otherwise on social media commenting on this. We'll go into that when we come back. We need to take a break right now. A lot of people saying the rule is dead. You can put a stabilizer brace right back on your pistol and don't have to worry about it. It's no longer an SBR. It's over. The rule's dead because of this ruling, this win, that these decorated Marines, if you want to look this up, the case is actually Brito, B-R-I-T-T-O versus Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and, and Explosives, ATF or B-A-T-F-E. And you can look it up and read it. But an injunction was issued nationwide saying ATF cannot enforce the rule. And that's why people come out and say, that's it, Eureka, it's dead. Well, is it? That's what I'll get into when we come back in our last segment of this ridiculously abbreviated Gun Guy Show. I'll be right back. This is Guy Relford on the Gun Guy Show on 93 WIBC. Now you've got a gun guy. Guy Relford on 93 WIPC. And welcome back. And listen, um, we've just got about five minutes here to wrap this up, so I'm going to revisit this next week. And I apologize because I told people I was going to go into this in detail tonight, which we just didn't have time to do for all the reasons I've been whining about. But but here here's what did and didn't happen. In this case, in Texas, yes, a district court judge, trial court, has ordered a nationwide injunction against the ATF saying you may not enforce the pistol stabilizer brace rule. And yes, they've done that. Now, there there can be a jurisdictional challenge to that to say, can one judge in one district in one part of Texas actually impose a nationwide injunction preventing the ATF from enforcing this anywhere else? That That's a challenge. There's a, an, another issue, which is that a lot of people are reporting. Well, let me just play uh, uh, how Colin Noir, and listen, I like Colin Noir. He's a kind of a younger, hip uh, black guy that was big on NRA TV back when I was on NRA TV. Um, but he came out, and, and I've had a gazillion people forward me this YouTube video that, that for the most part, starts like this. Breaking news. The ATF breaks rule is dead. 
And now you all can go back to putting all the sweet SB tactical braces on your AR and AK pistols without worrying if you're breaking the law or having to pay a $200 tax and waiting for three months. Kind of. It, there you go. And so I've got all these people. I've got gun shop owners, you know, friends of mine that are contacting me going, hey, guy, I can start selling uh, pistol length uh, ARs or AKs with braces on them again, right? Because we just saw in the video, or just heard on the video from Colin Noir, who was a lawyer, by the way. He was, I'm not sure when he started practicing law or when he went to law school, but he was born the year I graduated from law school. So I think I've been doing this a little bit longer. And But I like the guy and I respect him. But so people are hearing that going, is that it? Is it over? Well, here's what's going on. Was the law declared to be unconstitutional? Again, I say law. It's a rule promulgated by the ATF. Okay. Was it declared to be unconstitutional? The answer to that is no. In fact, the court, if you read the opinion, just Google it, Brito v. ATF, stabilizer brace. It'll come right up. Read it. It's only nine pages long. They specifically said, we're not reaching the constitutionality issue. So the, the, the rule from ATF has not been declared unconstitutional. So why did the judge issue the injunction? He issued it because the final rule was not what's called a logical outgrowth of the proposed rule that went through the whole rulemaking process, including public comment. So all these people commented on the proposed rule. Then they came out with a final rule that completely ditched this point system that ATF based the whole original proposed rule on. The point system went away. And they just said, ah, now we're just saying if you got a pistol stabilizer brace on your pistol length upper, then it's pretty much an SBR and you got to register it or we're going to put you in prison for 10 years. And, and, and the rule under the, what's called the Administrative Procedures Act, and as it's been interpreted by the court decisions, is that the final rule, if, it, if, it, if it's imposed, if it's adopted by the regulatory agency, has to be a logical outgrowth of the proposed rule. And here the court in Texas said this isn't, which doesn't mean it's unconstitutional. It doesn't mean it, it violates what we call the vesting clause of Article One, Section 1 of the Constitution that says all legislative power shall be vested in a Congress. It's not, it hasn't been declared unconstitutional as violating the Second Amendment because pistol stabilizer braces are protected as being commonly used as an arm, a bearable arm in, in the United States. And so banning them violates the Second Amendment. Not, it hasn't. None of that's been ruled on. They've essentially said the final rule just simply wasn't a logical outgrowth from the proposed rule. For that reason, it violates the Administrative Procedures Act, and for that reason, is illegal and unenforceable, but not unconstitutional. Now, Colin Noir, in his video, goes on to say, and I, I won't play this for you because we're running out of time. He goes on to say, but the Fifth Circuit has already said this is illegal. That's the appellate court this decision will go up to. They've already said that the rule's illegal, so why would they even appeal? Because they're just going to lose. Well, here's what can happen. And listen, a lot of the different things can happen. It can still be found to be unconstitutional. It can still go away permanently. But here's what could happen. And, and I don't. this is not untenable, is they go up to the Fifth Circuit, and they can agree the final rule is not a logical outgrowth. It's not consistent. It's not germane is a word we use with legislation. So it, it's unenforceable. What could the ATF then do? then do? Just impose the original rule with a point system, and we're right back where we started. <laughs> 